Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Joel Brzezinski here with Mike Kapler. This week's edition of Growing in Grace. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, coming along with us for the ride this week and uh, every week. Thousands of uh, downloads weekly at growingingrace.org. Thanks for uh, sharing the podcast with a friend. Thanks for connecting with us online. You can find us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash graceroots. Also, youtube.com slash graceroots, and I am uh, at graceroots on Twitter. So you know, we just love connecting with you whenever you're able to do that with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Joel, I uh, had somebody tell me recently they were listening to the podcast, which I wasn't really sure if they did or not. And they said, I agree with everything you say. <laughs> but <laughs> and I thought to myself, I'm not even sure I agree with everything I say. <laughs> I don't agree with that, by the way. <laughs> because, you know, we're all learning, right? And sometimes your views do change as, as you become more knowledgeable or gain gain more understanding, or receive certain revelation from the scripture, things that you may not have seen before. It's all evolving for us, isn't it? But sometimes people get their fists clenched, they grit their teeth, and they think, if you don't agree with me or if I don't agree with you almost entirely— then we have no fellowship with one another. We're just going to part our separate ways. And, and I realize there are times where you can just agree to disagree, and it doesn't mean you have to hang out with each other, but sometimes people can be, <laughs> let me put it this way, just because you believe it or just because I believe it doesn't mean it's true. Um, <laughs> we have so little knowledge, really, of the big picture. But we think we know so much, don't we? So I think we can all get along, even though sometimes we tend to sometimes see things a little bit differently. And you and I agree on a lot of things, Joel. I'm sure there's some things we, we don't always see quite the same, but that doesn't mean we stop doing the podcast together. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, for some people, it's they have a different level of uh, what they can tolerate in other people. But of course, even with disagreements, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. We don't have to disassociate from each other just because we have uh, disagreements, especially on minor disagreements, even on some uh, major disagreements. I mean, there's disagreements in the body of Christ about baptism, speaking in tongues, all these things, whether they're required or not, you know, things like that. Other things that we talk about, you may or may not agree with uh, the things that we say here, and let's just all be uh, brothers and sisters and uh, appreciate what we can glean out of each other as we learn together. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, hey, have you ever heard the phrase, there's so many <laughs> There's so many phrases out there <laughs> that we, we hear over time, and, and sometimes they're, they're just misinterpreted. And having said what we've just said here over the last couple of minutes, we, we don't pretend to have a market on on the truth, on everything, you know, but uh, but there's a lot of things out there that people make some assumptions. It's it's, it's based on sort of being on the, the wrong dimension, the wrong paradigm, because a lot of what gets believed or taught or certain creeds that are held on to are based upon certain assumptions that aren't necessarily accurate. For example, this isn't where we're going today, but let's let's invite God into our life, or let's invite God's presence into 
our little group here, into the church service, into our prayer meeting or whatever. We don't invite God and hope that he accepts the invitation, crossing our fingers. Oh, please, please show up, God. We were invited into his life. He sent out the invitations. All we needed to do was to respond, Respond. right? Remember the parable of the dinner, Luke 14? So sometimes we get these catchphrases going. I think one of those, Joel, is that we're engrafted Jews. We Christians are engrafted Jews. We've been grafted into Israel. And uh, I'm going to sit back and listen to you talk now. <laughs> well, we did recently receive a, an email from somebody uh, who had heard a teaching that basically the, the basis of the teaching is that all these uh, Jewish covenants, because if you look in the Old Testament, there are various different covenants that are talked about. And so this teaching goes that all these Jewish covenants are still valid for Christians today uh, because Christians are grafted into Israel. And so all of these conditional covenants, as this teaching goes, apply to Christians as well as to Israel. And so it is one of those common phrases. I've heard that a lot. And I think a lot of it comes from uh, perhaps what we would call a misunderstanding or a disagreement that we might have with people about what Romans 11 says. And so maybe we can jump into there. We don't have time to read the whole chapter, but Paul is talking about how, you know, God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. He's talking about the Israelites. Uh, He's talking about this remnant that's according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then it is no longer works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, then it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. You know, we quote that a lot here on the podcast you know, talking about us as believers, but really he's talking about this thing to Israel. But anyway, Paul goes on, Israel has not obtained what it seeks, for they have not obtained it, for they are blinded. He goes on, God has given them a spirit of stupor. Uh, He quotes from David. He goes on to say, okay, I speak to you Gentiles, verse 13 of Romans 11, Inasmuch as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry. If by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh, he's talking about his fellow Israelites, his fellow Jews, and save some of them. For if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, uh, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off, he's talking about Israel being cut off by unbelief, and you being a wild olive tree, he's talking about the Gentiles, were grafted in among them, and with them become a partaker of the, of the root and fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches, but if you boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. Some people take this to mean that as the wild olive tree, as Gentiles, we were grafted into Israel, that somehow God has taken us and grafted us into God's people, Israel. But we have to really look at this closely, and I'm just going to go over to Ephesians real quick here, and then uh, we can get back into here, and I'll turn it back over to you here. But in, in Ephesians, Ephesians 2, Paul says, he himself, Christ, is our peace, who has made both one. He's talking about Jews and Gentiles. He's broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, 
thus making peace, that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. This new man, it's a new man. It's neither Jew nor Gentile. Paul talks about that elsewhere, that in Christ, it's neither. It's not about Jew and Gentile. It's, it's something completely new. And so uh, we've been grafted in, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, into this one new man, and that's Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that's that's the key. We've been grafted into Christ, all of us, Jew and Gentile. And, and you also have to keep in mind the context of Romans 11. Mm-hmm. And, and going back to all that Paul described in the book of Romans regarding Jew and Gentile, right? And how that all played out. And how far back should you go if you're in chapter 11 of Romans? I'd go back about 10 chapters. <laughs> back to the beginning. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know that's crazy, but... There's this common thread throughout the book of Romans, keeping in mind that, you know, I hate to say this because we've covered this before, but the Bible isn't written in chapters. The verses and stuff that was all added for reference purposes, I know we know that, but it's easy to forget sometimes that Paul isn't hitting on a whole lot of different topics in this book of Romans. He really isn't. There's a, a common message being found here with this, and so... We've been grafted into Christ. You were in Ephesians chapter 2, so that God might make uh, the two, the Jew and the Gentile, into one new man, reconcile them in one body. Which body? The body of Jesus Christ, who fulfilled the law. Remember that? And through the cross, he put to death the enmity, or that which alienated us. This is the new and better covenant that we have been invited into. The Jewish race had been set apart at one time and used by God in, in an extraordinary way. But now that, that separation, because we Gentiles had no covenant at all, right? The Jews were in covenant with God. But now that, that separation that formerly existed between Israel and the rest of the world has been broken down. God desired to reveal the knowledge of his will, which had formerly been a hidden mystery. And, of course, that mystery was Christ in you. Uh, the, the hope of glory, Christ in you Gentiles, by the way. And so, um, and then going back to Romans 11 here real quick, Joel, uh, coming down past where you were reading toward the, the last part of, of Romans 11, Paul is quoting some Old Testament scripture here in, in, in verse 26 of Romans 11. He says, and so all Israel will be saved just as, as it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will remove ungodliness from Jacob get this now, this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. And so that's what this is all about, the covenant of Jesus Christ. It's not just the covenant of Jesus Christ. Keep in mind, Jesus Christ is the covenant. God said in Isaiah, I will give you, speaking of Jesus, I will give you as a covenant for the people. And so putting all this in context from Romans 11 and Ephesians 2 as well, and one other thing, Joel, I'll let you, I'll let you wrap up. But Galatians 3, 28 and 29, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free in this new covenant. There is no male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring and heirs according to the promise. Right. Yeah. And so, so the bottom line here, as we talk about this, you know, uh, Hebrews, Hebrews 8 quotes from the old covenant where God says he will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. 
And Romans 1, again, going back to Romans 1, it says that this gospel is for the Jew first and then also for the Greek or for the Gentile. And so it's for both. But it came to the Jews first. But that doesn't mean it's that doesn't mean it's Jewish. It's a new thing. It's a brand new thing uh, because, you know, Paul talks about he, to the Corinthians. He writes in Second Corinthians 3, 6, he writes to the Gentiles that God has made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. See, the Gentiles have also been invited to this new covenant, not just Israel in the house of Judah. There's really so much to be said about this, but when we look at all of these things regarding the new covenant, regarding life in Christ, regarding this this new creation that we are, regarding this one new, this, this new man, this Christ that we were all grafted into, we can see that it's not Israel that we've been grafted into, but it's Christ himself and with neither Jew nor Gentile. Well, coming up next week on Growing in Grace, you know, the church today has kind of a, a mixed covenant culture, mixing the two covenants together. We talk about that a lot in the podcast. Well, as Gentile Christians who had come to faith in the early church, how were they instructed by the lovers of the law from the Jerusalem church who still believed the law was in effect? <laughs> well, there were some elders there who shared that Gentiles actually were not to be troubled with keeping the law. We'll look at that and uh, talk about the Christian's relationship or non-relationship to the law next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.